Nomadland isn't a conventional film, and by that I mean it doesn't have a classic film structure with typical character archetypes. If you don't believe me, here is the film's synopsis. A woman named Fern travels across the American West, all while living in her van. That's it. That's the entire movie. There is no villain, there's not much of a plot, Fern doesn't have a real defined character arc, so we just get to see her interact with people as she travels around from place to place. And that's about it. Now, all of that is absolutely fine. A film doesn't need to adhere to conventional tropes in order to appeal to an audience, but I just didn't seem to love this movie the way every other film aficionado seems to have. And I have loved movies that have had little to no plot before. The film Boyhood definitely comes to mind for sure, but I just didn't connect to Nomadland the same way that I felt connected to Boyhood. However, I understand why other people have felt connected to this movie. Fern is living in her van not necessarily because she wants to live like how the pioneers of old used to, but because she's in grieving. During the Great Recession, she lost her job, her husband, her home. She lost everything. So Fern is a character who is herself kind of lost. So maybe, by traveling around in her van, Fern is looking for a community, or family, or a place to call home. However, Fern would argue herself that she is merely houseless, and not homeless. So I'm not even really sure what she is looking for. Maybe she's unsure of that herself. Maybe she's not looking for anything at all. Maybe the reasoning behind her traveling is meant to be up for interpretation. I'm not sure. But the point I'm trying to make is, Fern has dealt with a lot of hardship. Hardship that plenty of Americans can relate to since this recession wasn't that long ago. We're all probably still feeling the effects of said recession to this day. But none of that prevents Fern from seeing the beauty in simple things. By living this interesting nomadic way of life, Fern is able to see the world from an entirely different perspective than that of most Americans today. She appreciates the natural beauty of the worlds that we can sometimes miss, and she can see the rich and fulfilling nature of a nomad lifestyle that others can dismiss. So despite the obstacles that life has thrown at her, and struggling to figure out how she is going to survive each and every day, in a certain sense, Fern is free. And that means Nomadland has a lot to say thematically about humanity and enduring through hardship by embracing that which we love most. And I'm sure a lot of people today can relate to the restlessness that Fern feels, especially in a year that has been so exhausting. However, Fern is a complicated character. Since the movie isn't a conventional one, Fern isn't exactly a typical protagonist either. She's no hero. She's just living her life, with all of her character faults, and she's not really looking to change all that much. So it was fascinating to follow along with a character who wasn't interested in having an arc, especially since she does come across as rather cold and distant to even some of her most closest friends. But of course, all of those faults do make her character feel all the more realistic and human. And that's exactly what this film is going for. 
Nomadland feels very grounded, real, and natural. Although we can empathize with Fern, and we understand how lonely she probably feels, the movie doesn't feel melodramatic at all. This story easily could have tried to pull on our heartstrings by lingering on the sadder moments, or having the music swell up during certain scenes, or having the beautiful cinematography just wash over us. But none of that ever happens. So the movie feels extraordinarily honest and pure. And Fern herself is brought to life brilliantly thanks to the wonderful performance of Frances McDormand, who carries this entire movie on her back. She will undoubtedly be sweeping during this awards season, however that's going to end up looking, and she deserves it. Her character is the lens that allows us to see into this world. However, though I liked how interesting and complex Fern was as a character, the entire movie basically deals with her interacting with a bunch of real-life nomads. We see plenty of non-actors in this film getting to tell their own stories, fictionalized or otherwise, and we get to see how these people share a sense of community. They show their support for one another, they share tips on how to survive safely while on the road, and they even share their dreams together. The best scenes in this movie are the ones that involve different people explaining why they decided to hit the road. Because these scenes remind us that each and every individual just wants to live a fulfilled life. No one wants to see their sailboat left behind in the driveway when they die, and that's a concept that anyone can relate to, including myself, because I am way too broke to afford a sailboat. None of us want to feel like we wasted our life slaving away without actually getting to appreciate what life has to offer. We all just want to feel satisfied. But again, Nomadland never gets bogged down by feeling melodramatic. It doesn't wallow in anyone's misery or grief. It just presents people as they are, raw and uncut. However, with how realistic the film actually feels, at a certain point in the movie, I found myself thinking that I probably would have preferred to see a real documentary film about these American nomads. Because as the movie stands now, we basically get to watch this one fictional character go around interacting with real people. And, as I say that out loud, that premise kind of reminds me of the Borat movies, which I'm sure was not the desired effect that these filmmakers had in mind. I'm sure I'll get plenty of hate for just making that comparison. But Nomadland is a very good and well-made movie. It's unique, different, and unlike anything I've ever seen before. It's quite beautiful to look at, featuring wonderful direction, acting, and cinematography, and and overall, the movie does feel like a rather touching, soulful, and humanistic experience. So I understand why the film has achieved its critical acclaim. It is technically beautiful and thematically rich. But I just didn't love it personally. I liked it. I liked it a lot. But I didn't love it. And for that, I would likely give Nomadland three and a quarter out of five stars. Thanks for listening.